0: No, next time. Instead of grunts and yeses and hiccups and coughs, <sighs> one day we'll get it. Oh, ooh, a sigh. I could use a sigh. That's, that's probably one of those things. Hello there. My name is Daniel Brewer. Welcome to Pointless Talk. I am delighted that you have chosen to spend, uh, you know, less than 20 minutes with me today because I'm best taken in small doses. It is a scientific fact. Uh, today... Is Technology Tuesday? 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 Nope, don't have a bumper for that yet. Um, I'm not entirely sure I want to do this, but I'm going to do it today. Uh, we're going to talk about technology today in the second half of the show. But first, I want to address the elephant in the room—not the Republican Party. Uh, that would be that I did not put out a Monday show. Now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, "Oh, look, you—you you probably got busy. You didn't do it." No, no, it was actually on purpose. I made this decision and I'm a horrible podcaster because I never communicated that decision to you here on this podcast. I actually communicated it on another podcast, uh, which I do with my good buddy, Adam Burns, uh, called Dubious Intent. Uh, Check it out, dubiousintent.com. Anyway, I mentioned on that show that I was going to go down to three days a week because... This isn't really a personal journal. It is a personal journal podcast, but I also kind of like to talk about a single topic on each show. And in order to do that without babbling a lot, I have to write things down and look things up and kind of make sure that I have the gist of what I'm going to say correct. And that involves work. And I don't want to do work five days a week for what is essentially a hobby, but I'm good doing it three days a week. So that's, that's where we're going to go for now, three days a week. I'm not saying that I won't occasionally put out a fourth show or a fifth show. I don't know; it depends on what's going on. But 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 at least for the foreseeable future, we're going to try three days a week and see how that works. So it's going to be Tuesday, Thursday, and here's the crazy one: Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll record it Friday night. But yeah, it'll be it'll be a Saturday show. So uh, there you go. Now you know you know that. Um, I spoke earlier on this program. I don't know why I put the emphasis on that, but I spoke earlier on this program about my mango tree that we have in the backyard here and not exactly knowing when mangoes are ripe or what. Anyway, uh, I had reached out and asked for some mango experts in the audience, finding none. <laughs> I turned to my brother uh, and sister-in-law who came over and inspected my mangoes. That sounds dirty, but it's not. Inspected my mangoes over the weekend. And uh, yeah, we, we, we figured out a pretty good plan of like when to pick them, I think. Uh, And so far I've had two or three mangoes off the tree, which have been delicious. There's also another weird tree in the backyard. It has like these weird pods on it. And so we tracked it down. It's actually called a moringa tree, which is also sometimes called a drumstick tree. And it turns out that this moringa tree, every single piece of it is edible. You can eat the leaves. You can eat the, uh, the pod. it has pods that grow on it. You can eat the pods. You can eat the roots. Uh, and it's used, and it's also a very fast growing tree, but it's native to, uh, to India. Uh, but it grows excellently here in Florida. And uh, it makes these long, slender, triangular seed pods. Um, it, and uh, yeah, it, it, so I've eaten some of the leaves. They kind of taste like arugula. Like a, a very, you know, kind of a peppery lettuce, but not bitter at all. Just kind of like a, a you know, a, a lettuce taste with a, with, a, with a little peppery aftertaste, aftertaste. So there you go. I have a tree full of lettuce out there that I can now use. Uh, I haven't tried the pods yet because I'm not entirely sure when the pods are ripe. So that's the thing that I'm trying to track down right now. And apparently the roots of it are similar to horseradish. So, uh, and also eaten, eat, uh, eaten. So there you go. We have a moringa tree, you know, the, the family that owned this house before us, there's a theme in the backyard, I guess, cause there's a mango tree, there's this moringa tree, and I believe there's a guava tree out there that's growing next to it and a blackberry, bush. so it's like, they, they only planted apparently things that you could eat. So now nah, eat, eat my backyard. Uh, I mentioned on the last show that I was going to talk about qualified immunity and then damn it, if John Oliver didn't go and do like, well. You know, he has a budget and writers and stuff, and he did a way better job talking about it than I ever possibly could have. So if you haven't seen the latest this week tonight, is that what it is? This week tonight? Last week tonight. (laughs) If you haven't seen the latest last week tonight on YouTube, I highly suggest you go over and check it out because he does a really deep dive not only into qualified immunity, but also into police unions and some of the other problems facing uh, reform, basically facing. But basically, I said basically a lot. Basically, I said basically a whole lot in that sentence. But yeah, everything that might get in the way of police reform, he does a really good deep dive on that. And it's it's well worth the watch to get yourself up to the knowledge level that you need to talk about it intelligently. Uh, and uh, I would also like to thank Jerome and little Scotty, little Aussie Battler Scotty. And Nessa, who have all reached out to me and said hello, at least two of those three people said that they like the politics, so we'll keep talking about the politics. Not today. Today we're talking about technology. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll go back to talking about some politics on the Thursday show. How's that? Uh, and I think that's it. I'm saying uh. Wasn't that one of my goals to stop saying uh? And now I'm saying uh. One of the things I've noticed is that there have been five straight days of over a thousand new cases of coronavirus here in Florida, which, if you if you run the math in your head, kind of runs right back to the Memorial Day weekend. So we're seeing an uptick in cases here in Florida from that Memorial Day, which is just one of those things, right? Don't we're not out of the woods yet, guys. <laughs> stop it with the not stop. Stop it with the not wearing your masks. Uh, I'm really worried about, you know coming up here because we're going on 13 nights of protests, 14 nights of protests, somewhere in that area. So yeah, we're, we're coming right up to the point where the very first protests are going to start showing an uptick in cases. So let's see what's going to happen there. And we can talk about that next time. But hey, you know what? Let's reset and let's talk about Wi-Fi. Because we live in this crazy world where we all have to do video conferences all the time every day, 652 hours a day, 7,243 days a year, Uh, at least it feels that way. Uh, I'm sure you have run into the same thing that I have run into, which is the incredibly poor performance of your coworkers who are using Wi-Fi on their computers on their laptops on their desktops whatever way they are connecting to the internet they're using wi-fi and they're giving you a really crappy experience on zoom because i know that you the intelligent and beautiful listener of this program would never make the mistake of trying to do a zoom conference over wi-fi because it's absolutely insane why you asked oh i'm so glad you asked uh (laughs) As it turns out, there's a whole bunch of things that make using Wi-Fi for video conferencing just insanely stupid. Uh, and here they are in no particular order. Number one, you, <laughs> I said no particular order, and then I literally said number one. You have a limited amount of bandwidth coming into your home. This will be something that you pay for, right? You, if you look at your bill for your internet provider, it will generally tell you what the maximum download and maximum upload uh, bandwidth that you have available to you on your plan. For instance, uh, here in the house, we have a fiber connection, which gives us 500 megabits up and down. That's what's called a symmetrical connection because the upload speed and the download speed are the same. Uh, If you're on cable modem or DSL, you will have what's known as an asynchronous connection, most likely. Did I say asynchronous? I meant asymmetrical. Sorry about that. You have an (laughs) asynchronous. Hey, speaking is hard. You have an asymmetrical connection, which just basically means that one of the speeds is higher than the other and dollars to donuts, it's gonna be your download speed. Usually your download speed is way faster than your upload speed. And if you think about it, that makes a lot of sense, right? Download is what the internet can pipe to you, what they using their big transmitters can send to you data-wise into your house. Upload is what you and your tiny little cable modem uh, can send back out and what speeds that you can send that back out. Obviously, they have much bigger equipment. They can give you way bigger in, incoming bandwidth than they can take outcoming bandwidth from you. And that's where the problem lies when you're talking about video is because you are in essence broadcasting. You're using that upload bandwidth that you have available to you to send your signal out to the world. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking but wait. Even even on my cable, right? If I have 100 megabits down and I have 50 megabits up, a video stream on Zoom only takes about 2 or 3 megabits, so I have almost 20 to 25 times more bandwidth available to me than is required. So what's the problem, Daniel? What's your what's your beef with the Wi-Fi? I'll tell you what my beef with the Wi-Fi is. Everything in the universe broadcast on 2.4 gigahertz because it's free, right? We have an organization sponsored by, well, not sponsored, but funded by the federal government, the Federal Communications Commission, uh, which monitors bandwidth. It says, hey, you uh, are not allowed to broadcast on a whole range of frequencies, because that's going to interfere with FM radio, it's going to interfere with television stations, it's going to interfere with uh, any military installations, police bands, fire, emergency service bands, whatever it may be, they basically regulate every single uh, frequency that you can broadcast on, with the exception of 2.4 gigahertz and 900 megahertz. So almost every consumer device out there that is wireless, uses 2.4 gigahertz as its band that it broadcasts on because they don't have to pay a licensing fee to use it. That means your cell phone uses 2.4 gigahertz. Bluetooth earbuds, Bluetooth connections anywhere in your house use 2.4 gigahertz connections. Your cordless phones use 2.4 gigahertz connections. Baby monitors, like I said, anything wireless. And yes, that includes your router. So your wireless router is using the 2.4 gigahertz bandwidth that Everything else in the universe is trying to use at the same time. So you will never get the theoretical maximum throughput on that bandwidth, on that frequency that you are expecting to get. And now you're going to say to me, but it doesn't apply to me because I have no baby monitors. I have no Bluetooth. I have no cell phones. I have pristine Wi-Fi in my house. Get off my back, Daniel. I can use Wi-Fi. And now I'm going to tell you, no, no, you can't. You see, when you download things from the internet, right? you're downloading packets from the internet. Uh, There's all kinds of things that happen along the way, all kinds of things that can jam it up and clog it up along the way. But you never really notice those things when you're downloading. Let's say you're watching a movie on Netflix. right? Uh, You don't really see it stopping very often unless you have a serious problem with your internet. (laughs) Uh, And the reason for that is that you can grab that movie way faster than that movie plays. Let's say that that movie streams in real time at about two or three megabits a second. Uh, Your internet connection can handle 250 megabits a second uh, coming down. And because that movie exists in total on the server that you're getting it from, you can read ahead, right? Your local version of Netflix, whether that's running on your Roku, on your computer, on your cell phone, whatever, grabs way more data than they're going to play for you at a time. That's called buffering. So they have five to 10 minutes of the movie buffered on your phone as they're playing you the first couple of minutes of the show. And then all they have to do is just stay ahead, right? So even if they run into congestion problems along the way, uh, you'll never notice it because you're watching what's already been buffered on your phone. When you're uploading video or audio to the Internet, you're doing it live. You're not buffering. You, 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 everything that you had to say and all the stuff that you're showing doesn't already exist on a server that they can grab ahead of time. So you are now at the mercy of the packets on the Internet. And there's a lot of packet interference out there that's going to get into your way, right? Uh, especially when you start talking about all those devices inside your home that could possibly interfere with the packets coming out of your Wi-Fi a network card from from your laptop, any little uh, thing that may interfere with that 2.4 gigahertz. And it doesn't have to be another device. It can be anything. It could be, uh, you know, somebody walking past. Remember these are radio waves essentially, right? It can be another body walking past. It can be a bird flying by outside. There's all kinds of weird things and uh, arcane things that interfere with radio waves in your house. And any interruption to that is going to cause a stutter going To the Zoom conference, right? So you're broadcasting, and you're going to hit stuttering. Anything can interfere with that Wi-Fi going up, and it doesn't take much. It only takes two or three, maybe four or five. I'm now I'm just counting numbers. It, It doesn't take very many drop packets before people on the other end start hearing you sound like a robot. And there's a lot of really exciting things happening right now in AI that are actually starting to compensate for some of those things. Unfortunately, they're all being done in laboratories right now and they're not yet released to the wild, but maybe, maybe in another five years or so, this won't be an issue because they can say, oh, these packets that were missing, we can interpolate what was said before and we can basically fill them in for them, right? We can smooth it out. And so you don't get that jarring, uh, jittery thing. But there's nothing that's going to be able to fill in, you know, you sign language, using sign language or something. But like I said, that's five years in the future. So for now, you really, really, really need to use an ethernet cable to s- transmit to the internet. So if you're doing any, any kind of video conferencing, on the internet, for work, during the day, or in the evening, let's say you're recording, I don't know, a podcast. You always want to use an Ethernet cable connected to the computer that you are broadcasting from. Trust me, it will make your life 10 times better. And that is a scientific, provable fact. Small disclaimer, that is not a scientific fact. But I guarantee you it will make your life a lot better. Wow, that was a really rough technology Tuesday. Now I don't know if I want to continue to do Technology Tuesday. Hmm. You can reach me on Twitter. I am at Daniel Brewer. You can send me an email, DanieljBrewer at gmail.com, or you can use the message me feature, or you can use the message me feature on anchor.fm to leave me a message. Or send me a voice recording. You can, you know what? Any way you want to reach out to me, I am happy, happy happy. To receive it. Unless you're using Wi Fi, don't use a damn Wi Fi because I'll never get it. Okay, you can use Wi Fi.